Before you think about going over your manager's head, you may want to stop and watch this. You won't believe the methods we're revealing here today. This is a game changer, family. Please don't miss out on this because what's coming at the end is going to be very shocking. So stay tuned as we work. Today's episode is entitled Escalation Etiquette in Project Management. How to Maintain Professionalism When Bypassing Your Boss. If you're new to the channel, I go by the name of ED. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means Ed. I have an eight-point framework in these eight points. Basically, what I'm going to do is unpack today's title that we're talking about here today. As you know what I always say, let's get let's get to work. You mind if I share a story with you? I remember the first time I had to experience this in my in my career where I had to, uh, as they say, go over my manager's head as a project manager. I have to admit, family, I was nervous. OK, if I'm really being ominous, I was scared because I was scared because of the fact that I felt that I was disrespecting this manager, that I was not believing in this manager. I didn't have the high regard for the, these managers. You see where I'm going with this family? I am telling myself stories but I'm missing the point of when I'm leading a project. At the end of the project, we're looking for an outcome. And I was so caught up in myself and how myself was going to feel. And I was forgetting about what I was here to do is lead a project and protect my stakeholders. And when I had to go over my, my, my manager's head at that point in time, I wish I would have had this framework to better prepare me for what was going to happen with me and to me uh, as well, whether good or bad. So today, I hope you make that judgment and you take some of these lessons learned that I'm about to actually print you a digital copy and it's on the house. Let's work. Here we go. Point number one, you need to understand the issue thoroughly. What does that mean? Um, you want to be able to provide specific documentation of the incident to illustrate the particular issue. Listen, you want to lead with objective data and facts to support your case. Have you ever watched, you know, me, one of the biggest things I used to like to watch was uh, Law and Order. And I love the I love the actual court scenes in a sense, because in the court scenes, what would tend to happen is, is that there will be talking about uh, something regarding um, whether it was the defendant or whatever the, the case would be. And you would hear uh, someone say, objection, your honor, hearsay. And I was like, what the, what would you mean? Hear, who are you hearing? I heard exactly that person is wrong. But with, when you unpack that is, is that what are the, what are the facts? What are the evidence? What is the evidence to actually support basically your reasoning for the particular issue? And so family, always recommend is that understand the issue very, very thoroughly. I can't say that enough. That is so important in your journey when you have to, like I said, escalate over your, your manager's head. Hey, first of all, I want to thank everyone for watching today's episode. Please don't forget to like, subscribe for more insightful project management and personal development thoughts. Also, family, big news, sign up for our bi-weekly newsletter. It is officially dropping January 23rd of this year, 2024. Again, January 23rd of 2024. All of the support really, truly means a lot for me. And I just want to continue to give you more value, more value. All right, let's move on to point number two. Point number two, 
attempt resolution with your manager first. Listen, one of the best things that you can do is be very transparent. Have open and honest communication with your manager. Explain to them what is actually going uh, going on. Better yet, here's a here's a tip. I wasn't even thinking about it at a time, and it came to me because of my because what I've actually experienced, and I don't want you to go through it. Lead with a solution oriented uh, response. What does that mean? Solution oriented response. Provide a solution of the reason why you need to why you need to escalate this instead of going there with a complaint. Mm. How many times do we lead with a complaint instead of leading with a solution? When you lead with a solution, number one, you're allowing your manager to let you to let them know that they don't need to do the thinking for you. That's what they hired you for. You're the expert in this project. You're the expert leading this project, whether you believe it or not. We're going to do a whole thing on it. Matter of fact, I do have a video about imposter syndrome, but when you get behind the wheel of this thing that I love, that I hope you fall in love with called project management and you're the project manager, you are leading, you are leading this ship. You are steering the ship. And if you're steering the ship, you need to come with a solution oriented mindset. It may be way off kilter. It may be way off base. However, still lead with that particular ideology. Let's move on to point number three. Whew, Jesus, this is going to be tough for me because I, you know, I'm being, you know, I'm very transparent here on this on this channel, family, and and because of my transparency and my honesty, this point number three I struggled with, but I know it's true, because every time I did this, uh, I, I I led more effectively. And what, okay, what, you like Ed? Just get to the point already. I, okay, I'm with you already, fam. My apologies. Focus on the issue, not the person. I'm gonna say that again because I probably need to say it back to myself. Ed. Focus on the issue, not the person. Listen, a lot of times we we can get up, we can get into emotional language. We can take, we can think that the attacks are personal, and and they may be personal. But however, how do you respond? You know, one one of my colleagues and re really great friend of mine, she said, "You got to treat. Sometimes you got to treat when when these personal attacks come like water off a duck's back." Mm. I like that. I like that. If you're listening, I hope you I hope you know I'm, I'm paying attention to you. Yeah, again, you have to be able to take sometimes you have to not you have to focus on the issue and not the person. When you get caught up in the person, then you start getting caught up in your emotions. And you know, they had a song, I think it was H Town. Emotions make you cry sometimes. Okay, you probably didn't come from my singing. But anyway, you want to be able to frame this up in terms of how it's impacting the team, your stakeholders, how it's impacting the organization as a whole. Because if not, then again, you start getting focused in the person instead of the actual issue. Let's move on to point number four. Now, listen, family, again, this is one of the, this is one of those points that if I don't if I don't tell you about this, then you may come back and come searching for me and say, E.D., why you didn't tell me about this? If I would have known, maybe I would have took a different approach. Yet I still want to be honest with you. And when I say this, assess the risk. OK, what do you mean? Assess the risk. Listen. If when you do this, if you've made the decision, not the choice, you see how I did that, not the choice, but you've made the decision to say, you know what? I got to go above my manager's head. I got to go above my leader's head. When you've made that decision, that means you cut off everything else. You've already done point one through, uh, what we're on, three, one through three, um, in a sense. You've already done that. And you still are not getting anywhere. And you've made the decision to escalate. You need to consider the impact that comes with this. So assessing the risk, you need to consider what the impact is. 
not only with the relationship between you and the manager, but also the work environment. And you need to work. You need to weigh the importance of the issue against the possible negative outcomes. I'm not telling you to be scared. I'm not telling you to be a doormat because I'm against all of that. I believe fear stands for well, we can. There's so many different acronyms. We can unpack that at a later date. But my point that I am trying to make that I hope that you can understand. I hope that you can digest today is the fact that do not. And I do repeat, do not be afraid, but also be aware and cognizant of what comes with you making this decision and not this choice. Let's move on to point number five. Be clear about the desired outcome. Listen, you need to understand what the resolution is and the action that you're seeking. Why are you doing this? What, what is the outcome you're looking for? Are you looking to get more resources? Are you looking to get more budget? What are you looking for? Because there's a reason why you made a decision to do this and be specific. Don't be vague. Don't just be all over the place rambling. Be specific of what you believe in and how you're going to rectify this, uh, this, this particular uh, situation and align your desired outcomes with the organization goals and policy. You, when you do that, what can they say then? What, what, what are they going to say then? At that point, you're just going to have to let, let all be well. And basically what that translates to is just it is what it is. Let's move on to point number six. Point number six, my favorite, maintain a professional relationship. Listen, when you make this decision, you're going to have to ensure that you continue to interact respectfully with your manager and others because it is about a respect. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting into my Aretha real quick, but no, seriously, family, you need to you need to make sure that you uh, have a uh, continued respect with your manager. Focus on you know where I'm going with my three uh, my um, uh, my framework of the three C's. You want to make sure that you're able to communicate, collaborate, and watch this last one because I kind of remixed this one and concentrate. And the reason why I say that is because when you focus on collaboration and mutual uh, respect, regardless of whatever the outcome may be because of the decision you made, hopefully your manager will see this and respect you more uh, for it. Let's move on to point number seven. Point number seven is you need to reflect and learn from your experience. When I was sharing with you with a particular story of when I ex actually experienced this and I had to learn from that. Um, my manager actually at that time, the first time I ever did this in my career, I got pulled aside and my manager was like, you know, why didn't you come and talk to me first? And I was like, I did come talk to you. And when we had our conversation, you just kind of was just like you. It, it wasn't. It seemed like I was there and you weren't. You weren't in the conversation. I didn't use those words exactly, but the words I was I was paraphrasing that with the words that I, the context that I used was is that it seemed that it wasn't a big concern to you, and I was concerned that it was going to be reflective back on the team and I. You see, I re, I I put the team first. Don't put yourself first because when you put yourself first, it looks like you're coming across selfishly. So when you reflect back and learn and I'm con I'm continuously learning and I hope you are. But the point is, is that you want to be able to look back and say, what could I have done better? 
if this, if it, if, even if it goes great, if it goes amazing, you get amazing feedback, you still want to maintain that professionalism because that professionalism is going to carry you along within your career with everything else, you know, besides your ethics and it's so many more things, but being professional through in and out, that is really one of the key attributes that I think and I truly believe that really works well when you are leading a project. Point number eight. Like I said, if you stay to the point number eight, I saved this for last on purpose. Now, I know you may say that's wrong, ED. You're probably saying, well, why did you save this? You should have put this first. Listen, I kind of hinted at it on one of the points, but you need to prepare for resistance or backlash. So you need to develop strategies to handle difficult conversations or uh, from the reactions of what you've done. What does that look like? Hey, you might want to start practicing in the mirror. If this person said, if your manager says this, how are you going to respond? If the manager says it, how are you going to respond? The reason why you want to focus on your response and practice on it is because you don't want to, and you probably won't never be so over, you won't be, you, you will never be able to be over prepared, but you'll be able to create a foundation in a sense that whatever your manager says to you will not evoke an emotion where you're feeling attacked, even if they're attacking you and calling and saying things to you to make you feel uncomfortable. It's only temporary family. One of the things I, one of the quotes uh, that I have on my, my, um, my wall is saying, as, as well as on a sticky note, it says, will this even matter in five years? Hey, family, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This has been one of those hot viral uh, episodes that I really, truly believe everyone must know. I went and did my homework because I wanted to see, is there was there anything out there that will really illustrate how do you move forward if you have to escalate above your manager's head in a professional environment? What does that look like? Even if it's non-professional, what does it look like as a project manager? So I hope today really gave you a point that you can take take away with and take each one of these points and take your time and unpack them even more, add more value to them. Because one day you may look up when you're leading a project and you may have to take a, a, a make a, not you you have to make a decision, excuse me, on uh, if you're going to escalate above your manager. But first and foremost, if you don't remember anything else that I say here, start with your manager, explain and provide a solution orientated response of why you need to escalate to their manager in a sense, because if you don't and you look back, you may regret why you didn't take that initial step to begin with. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I go by the name of ED and this has been, uh, well, you know my slogan, I'm out.